welcome to the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. I'm Jasmine Haley, healthcare provider turned educator, entrepreneur, and startup strategist. Not too long ago, I was burnt out, overwhelmed, depressed, and full of fear from a toxic work environment. I created my business out of necessity to create a legacy I can be proud of today. It helps me transform the lives of women every single day to pursue their dreams and entrepreneurial goals. I created this podcast to share the empowering stories of entrepreneurial women, help you break through self-doubt to your greatness, and share business strategies to help you create a thriving and profitable business. If you are an emerging entrepreneur or business owner that wants to create the mindset needed to escape burnout, reclaim your personal power, and pursue your entrepreneurial dreams, this podcast is for you. Stay tuned and listen in. Welcome to the Breakthrough to Excellence podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Haley. And our guest for this week's episode is Adrienne McClanahan. She is a mother, wife, and a network control center engineer holding a bachelor's degree in network information systems from Kaplan University. And she is the Comp TIA A+, which is a hardware certified. She teaches low-level coding courses for kids at the Prince George's County Southern Regional Technology and Recreation Complex. She has a genuine love for technology and all things surrounding it. Thank the Lord for her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. She's taken her passion and she's created a budding technology blog, ChicDivaGeek.com, which has grown into a website design business. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Yes, I cannot wait to have you. Um, I can't wait to dive in, learn about your entrepreneurial journey, but also your expertise because you recently posted um, a blog that really helped me with Zoom. Really? I, yes, you you posted a blog on what to do with Zoom because Zoom had to add some additional features. Yeah. Because there's some cray-cray stuff happening during the quarantine. Some wild <laughs> wild stuff (laughs) yes yes and that blog helped me because I actually I had to teach a class and I was so concerned um because the school um opted not to use zoom Ah. and I wanted to use zoom with the features that I needed for like some of the aspects of the class that I was teaching right and um they made us stink about it and the last thing I needed was something to go wrong to go wrong they're like see we told you we didn't approve of this. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, no, so. Zoom came back and kind of locked a lot of that stuff down, which was good because a lot of it was honestly lack of knowledge on the user's part or people, you know, disseminating the software. So it's like, it's not every piece of technology software has its problems. So I was just like, it happens on Facebook and all that. I was like, I don't, I was like, y'all still use it. Right. So I was like, and because of how easy it is to access Zoom and for everyone to use it, I was like, people weren't just going to stop using it. I was like, so let me share how you can protect yourself and still connect with, you know, your loved ones. Cause I'm not about to tell my, you know, aunt that lives in Minnesota, Hey, download Google meet. Let me teach you how to use. Look, we asking for a whole lot at that point. (laughs) If you can click this link and get into zoom, this is what we're going to do. Yes. That is so true though. (laughs) Like we're not teaching, we're not retooling the wheel no more. I can't do it. Tell me about it. Yeah, I'm just like, I, I get it. I do get the concern because yeah. my son's class, they do distance learning and they use they use Zoom. One okay. of his teachers uses Google Meet because he's figured okay. out it works better with the actual Google Classroom. Everybody else didn't learn that yet. That's all right. 
<laughs> I'm gonna say, but um, they that's how they use it. Then they just you know they mute all the microphones and the cameras, so you know you can't see the kids or anything like that. But it's just learning how to use it. I was like, once you learn how to use it, it's fine. It really yeah. is. Yeah. We we had Microsoft Teams and I, I hated it. I hated it. Like, I almost, <laughs> I don't know why this is how my brain works. I just thought about a living color and they were like, hated it. Like, that's exactly <laughs> what I wanted to do. <laughs> I remember, like, that's, I can see the skit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I see it. Like, I haven't, like, I know what it is, but I don't know a lot of companies. I know there's a few companies. One of my friends' response to the blog, she was like, we use Microsoft Teams. I was like, I honestly don't hear a lot of companies using that. Like, it's either Zoom or it's WebEx. I was like, there's not a lot of, I was like, Google Room. Like, if I call a company for support, they're like, hey, hop on WebEx or it's Zoom. It's never Microsoft Teams. I was like, it's not a dig at Microsoft. I was just like, it's not it. It's like yeah. y'all, y'all got your foothold and everything else. This it's, may not. Be, it's, it's not this, that. It's no. not. And it's not user friendly. You just said it. It's not. It's and I'm like I use so many different type of technologies for my business. Right. And I'm like, this is not user friendly. Like I can't share my screen without it being an issue. I can't see everyone in the room if I want to proctor an exam. I can't do anything. You like can do that? Oh well, yeah. I was like, I wonder about these virtual exam things. I was like, how do these work? I was like, who how, can you look over their shoulder? Like, what can Mm-mm. you do? Like, because, um, you know, we touched on, you know, me being CompTIA certified. I'm actually studying for my security plus right now. And mm-hmm. CompTIA is doing virtual exams. That's it. How does that work? Because last time I took one, I was sitting in somebody's little room with a line of computers and a bunch, and it was silent. Somebody was walking in and out the room. I'm like, how are you going to make sure that people are, you know, and, you know, how can you preserve the integrity of the certification if you're not physically in a room? They have software for that. For the listeners that are just dying to know what that software is, I love Proctorio. And for that, I mean, you can't even dart your eyes. (laughs) (laughs) That thing will be like, like it will, it will show like a, a red flag to the instructor. If you move your eyes a certain kind of way, if there's noise in the background, if it hears you talking, like you can put all that up there. So I've given exams and it, it won't let them deviate from the browser. Like I've given exams at home and I'm at home doing whatever I'm doing and they're at home doing their exam and I'm good. I don't have to watch it because Proctorial is watching. It's like, eh, what are you doing? Right. I had something in my eye. Wait a minute. (laughs) It was so funny because the first time I used it, my students was like, you could just see they were like this. They were scared to move. Okay. Because I warned them. I put the fear of life in them. Okay. But anyway, let's go back to entrepreneurship because we can go on and on about technology. I mean, I've used so many different tools and stuff in my own business, but I want to know, learn about more about you, Adrian. I want to learn what made you go into entrepreneurship. It's a wild and crazy ride. I would love to hear your story and what led you to doing what you're doing now. Um, so of course I've worked, you know, full time in IT, so I'm not a full time entrepreneur. I was like, and I don't I don't have a desire to be at this point. It may get there, but I'm not there yet. It kind of it, I started the blog. So I was like, that was my kind of like my my toe <laughs> to kind of see how well I could commit 
to, you know, building something that was mine. And I actually had the blog for like nine years. And for about six of them, I really wasn't. (laughs) 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 It was like, but it, like, I was trying to juggle because my son's 15 now. So I was trying to juggle work, work, daycare, little child. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't have time for this. So it's like, so I would periodically find free time. All right, I'll dabble here. And then I was like, you know what? As he got older, I had more time and I found more things that I like to do. I was like, okay, so I dabbled in, I think, slight graphics. And I was like, okay, I can do this. And I was like, I enjoyed the creative side of technology. That's where it came from. I was like, I do enjoy it. I was like, and clearly in my role, which is a, I'm a data center engineer, there is no fluff, pretty, look, it works or it doesn't. It's broken or it's like, it's very black and white. So I was like, I was like, I think I can do this. You know, I can help people because nine times out of 10, when friends, family, whoever, hey, I got a tech problem, call Adrian. That's what they do. So I was like, how can I take this and spin it into something for me? I was like, because clearly I was like, I can't have strangers calling me for questions. I'm like, you call Geek Squad, they charge you. So I was like, let me, let me, let me sit with this. And then I just kind of was like, okay, I'm going to make it a part of my business. And that's kind of how I kind of grew from there. With my websites, I honestly started out extremely dirt cheap and if you ask anybody that I send my stuff to now they're like they're still too low but I when I say I was almost doing it for free I was because I wanted to see how committed I was to it and of course I needed a portfolio I can't get clients with no portfolio so I had a couple people in the beginning that took a chance on me they're like yeah we need help you need help so let's do this and they were happy and they have been telling people ever since and it's kind of the greatest thing that I don't have to market as much like most of my clients come from word of mouth. And I truly believe like clients are like, well, how many pages can I have? What do you, what do you mean? It's like, this is your website. How many pages do you want? They're like, can I have 50? You got 50 pages worth of content. Cause I mean, if you do all right, but most think they're, they're, they're used to a very rigid structure with the process. Like, and I'm very much about making sure my clients are excited about their website. It's like, I'm excited about building it, but I need you to be excited about it when it's done. Cause otherwise you're not going to tell nobody. <laughs> meaning nobody's gonna see it and then it's like I didn't do, I didn't do my job essentially so it, it was kind of it was a tiptoe process like these last couple of years it's really picked up but it's like I had to take baby steps so I was like because I, I didn't have the time at first so I was like now that I do it's kind of you know flourishing so I'm I'm still part-time entrepreneur but I'm I'm enjoying it I love that you said that, okay? Because I think it's so important. You're still an entrepreneur. I hate saying part-time, full-time. A business is business. Yeah. It's going to be rough either way. And It's true. <laughs> and I love the fact that you stated that you kind of, you took your time and you gave yourself permission to kind of do it like on your own time when it worked for you. And there's no timetable. There's no race. But there's such a huge pressure for there to be one. Like, if you don't really believe in your dream, you didn't jump out there. First of all, most of us have kids and responsibilities. It's irresponsible of you to just jump out there. Just, I'm just going to, I'm going to work for myself. Who's paying these bills? Who's paying for this insurance? Who's paying for this car? This, this, you know, my son had braces up to like a year and a half ago, but who would have paid for that? I was like, we'd have been in chaos in the poor. No, that that's irresponsible on my part. 
was like, yes, you can follow your dreams. Like I have a friend that does uh, music still to this day. He's been doing it for years. And I've always told him, he's like, I'm just go, you know, I'm gonna go throw, go put all his eggs in my basket. I said, sir, Mm -mm. I was like, you can chase your dreams responsibly. When you get picked up by a label and they give you that advance and all that, sure. Right now, though, you have responsibilities. You can do both. You have to have kids. You have to do both. I was like, I'm not saying don't chase your dream, but don't at the sacrifice of your well-being or your family or like, no, you have and you don't have to. Some people, like I said, I enjoy my business, but I also enjoy the security that my regular job provides. I was like, there is consistent every two weeks. I know this amount will be here. I know this will be taken care of. I was like with, you know, entrepreneurship, there's invoicing and there's going back and forth. Like you don't have a set date when money is going to come in. It's like, oh, I got a new client a week ago, but you're not getting paid till the project's finished. And that could be five weeks from now. You got a bill due yesterday. You know what I mean? Like you just can't take those kinds of chances out here. I was like, I can't. I was like, and honestly, sometimes I like to just I can put it down when I want to. I'm like, you know what? Okay. I'm going to close my books for this month and, you know, take a break, go on vacation. Like there's just has to be balance. And for me doing it on this turn, this level gives me that. I was like, if this was, how do you turn yourself off? If you're a full-time entrepreneur, that's my thing. Like you're always on. Are you not? I mean, cause you work for you. You got to hustle. I was like, I don't want to hustle every day, all day. I was like, I have extremely lazy days. <laughs> oh. It's it's tough. And I mean, that's why, you know, we don't talk about it enough. We talk about workplace burnout, but this entrepreneur burnout. Yes. Like, it's overwhelming. It's difficult. And I, you know, I did the leave your job because I was in a toxic work environment for four years. I got really, really sick. I was going to hospitals oh every couple of weeks for stress related illness. So I looked at my husband. I was like, I can't do this. There's no other jobs available for me as a teacher. What can I do? So I started my business and I jumped into it. But let me tell y'all, I will not recommend that. Like, don't do it. You were jumping out of something that was bad for your health, though. Yes. I can understand. Like, you're like, look, I'm a land where I'm a land. I can't be here. That's all I know. So I don't I'm not mad at that. Yes. But to do it just to do it. I don't recommend that. Like, even now, as I'm in a business pivot, I'm an educator. And so I have my cushion. As I'm working my business now, yes, I understand how to bring in revenue and do all that stuff. But again, I have a family. I have a husband. I'm trying to stay happily married. <laughs> Still get my groove on, you know, without him all stressed out. Right. You know? like, like, you know, this bill due tomorrow. What are we doing? Like, you can't even connect on that level when there's all these other things hanging over your head. You're like, ugh. Uh, you're like, why did we do this? Why did we agree to this? Like, why did like, so no, you see, these are things they don't talk about. All right. So, you know, let, I want to go back into, um, when you were ready to, to start working towards your business. And the fact that you mentioned word of mouth, because obviously what's top priority for you is customer service. Yes. It's that relationship building. Yeah. Because that matter. Like, well, because anytime in this day and age, when people come to you, they're buying into the person. I tell everyone, I was like, they're buying into you. I was like, there is somebody out there. I was like, 
that does this a million times better than me. It's like they're buying into the person. I was like, people want to feel like you want their business because I do. I'm like, I want the experience. Like I think how I would want to be treated when I'm trying to get a service or a product. I don't want short, blunt response. Like I like to feel like let's talk. Like and I was like, my as many times as my clients want to hop on a call, we will hop on a call. <laughs> Like, what is it that needs clarification? Let me help you. Because in the turn, it, it helps me, you know, with the end product. You're happy because we understand each other. I'm like, so it doesn't hurt anyone to be nice. I'm like, especially if they're paying you. I'm like, how can you be rude? I don't care what level you are in that field. I was like, they're still your customer. You treat them a certain way. So no, customer service means everything to me. I'm, I am like, we'll go out to restaurants. I'm like, tip her more like she was nice she made jokes our food was fast it was hot she came back three times I wasn't waiting forever with the empty glass like that stuff matters to me yeah she brought me my napkins before I asked for them right that's like one of my that's one of my main ones that I'm gonna tip you real good <laughs> like I got the napkins and I didn't have to bug you right absolutely that's so true though oh my gosh and you know I noticed when I was in a place where um I wasn't in the right place in my business. Like I knew I wanted to make a pivot when I was feeling like what my customers were asking me were such a burden. Like I was just feeling like in my gut, I'm like, this isn't serving me anymore. Like I'm just not, it's not, it's not working for me. Mm-hmm. I used to do logos. I was like, this is, a, it aggravates me. I said, yep, nope. Take this service away. Yeah. Yes. And you gotta be honest with yourself and be willing to say, all right, this has got to go and not be afraid or even, even in a point, especially when you're first starting your business, we tend to take on clients that we know isn't a good fit, but we need the money. The other plus of not being a full-time entrepreneur, you have the choice to say, no, this is not a good fit. I don't have to take this client. I'm like, like, and you can tell that early on, but like you said, you take it because you need the money. I'm like, "Mm, no, this this isn't working already. These couple of ex- interactions, I don't like it. We're not going to move any further. I'm like, it, like you can just tell. I was like, like if someone is super, I was like, this is going to be a nightmare all the way to the end. And I know this and I took it anyway. And we're four weeks in and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> every, like, so it's like, again, that's the other part, not being full time. You don't have to take every client. It's not a need. I mean, yes, extra money would always help, but it was like, is it worth the stress that it's going to bring you? And literally it might pour over in every other area of your life. You're stressed about this one client. So you go, you leave your office and you're stressed when you go in with your husband or you're dealing with the kids and you're frustrated when you start to interact with them. They didn't do anything to you. So I was like, no, anything that's going to bring extra. No, thank you. You keep it. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't need it. (laughs) <laughs> so you, I'm sure you work with an array of, of, of business owners. And so I've got to ask you, especially with your you know expertise and, and where you help the entrepreneur in their, in their journey, what do you think their, their biggest struggle is when it comes to websites or even branding? Well, definitely most clients that come to me don't have their brand fully in place before they build the site. Like a lot of smaller yeah. businesses, they're like, I need a site. I'm like, well, do you have a logo? No. Um, okay. <laughs> so we need that. 
or like they'll bring me a logo later in the process. I'm like, this does not match anything we've been working on. So we have to start over. <laughs> so it's, a, it's, I think that's the, I think they struggle with the branding part and the balance of too much and not enough. Like they're like, oh, I want this on my site. She's like, I want music playing. No, ma'am. That's like my ultimate, I will not put music on your site. Why? Because nobody wants to hear that when they're coming to look for your service. They don't. They're like, but I like it. Then play it for yourself. Your customers are not here for that. Like, like they're here. I think the one client I made an exception for is she does massages. So I told her, I was like, I said, it's super low, calming me. That's why I said, we have to put a button on here to turn it off. She's like, Adrian, she's like, you can click. No, we have to put a button on, a clear button so they can turn it off. So they can keep looking for whatever they're looking for. I was like, but everybody, like, I'm like, you're not a music artist. I was like, you're not dropping a CD. Like, no. <laughs> I was like, don't. It's annoying. I was like, and honestly, sometimes it slows down your site, which will frustrate your customer and they'll leave. They're like, oh. Or they're like, I want a lot of moving stuff. No, you don't. Because guess what? They're looking at it from their phone. Most of that stuff's not moving on there. They don't care. They want to know, can I quickly find what I came here for? Is the process smooth? Like they don't, don't make it a hassle for them. Yeah. I think yeah. that's the, the biggest struggle is like finding balance for them. They're like, I love this site. This does not, this isn't even in your, your market. Like they're doing something completely different than what you're doing. You don't need all of those bells and whistles. They don't make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that um, Adrian, because our client experience, when we think about like the how we want our clients to feel after working with us, it starts. The, it first starts with your website or whatever your mode of contact is. It could be social media, whatever. And if it's a hassle for them to contact you, they like. I mean, you really have a split second. Mm-hmm. And so I'm. I have in the very beginning. I was totally DIY. And then that's the beginning. That's okay. Yes. yes. And I still do a lot of everything for, for my website because I use a platform that I can host like for teaching and online courses. Mm-hmm. But there's other parts of it. I'm going to delegate, whether it's like copy or, or like some other graphic things that I'm just not familiar with. But a lot of us struggle with getting to that place of when do I let it go? You know, when? When is a good time to do that? A good time to do it is when you can, one, afford it, mm-hmm. for one. And two, like you said, when it you touched on it, when it becomes a burden to you. Because then it's taking you away from what you're actually supposed to be doing for your customers. You're like, you're frustrated trying to work on social media graphics when that's not even your service. So like you're spending all this time over there, you're frustrated, and it's still not doing what it's supposed to do. So like I actually sat with a social media person mid last year and had her kind of like talk me through some point like things I could be doing better she doesn't do graphics I was like and honestly I think I actually just purchased some uh, a couple of graphics I was like some I could just kind of change colors I was like I don't have this kind of time I was like I do but I don't want to <laughs> I was like mm-hmm. so if I can find someone that has some pre-made templates or somebody that can you know make some for me and it's not gonna break my pockets please I was like it's not my jam. I was like, I keep telling people that he's like, but you do website design. Eh, that's not the same thing. It's mm-hmm. not. I was like, cause our person that does, um, I, the friend that does social media, I was like, she doesn't do websites. I was like, we are, we don't do the same thing. Like I had one client, she was like, I want my website to look just like my social media graphics. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that does not translate from this square to this browser window. 
at all and I will not like and it looks great on social media like it was colorful I was like it's gonna look real busy on a website and I'm not at <laughs> what do you want me to do with it <laughs> you know what I've learned is like simple is better because I used yes. to feel like put in a whole bunch of stuff like I'm still kind of cleaning up from like what I've had in the past but like I realized people want more white space mm-hmm. it's cleaner Oh, you can see what you came to see, which is usually information. Or even if it's not, if it's just pictures, I'm like, either way, too much, too many colors and it takes away from the other elements of the site, which are really drawing people in life. You have great pictures. Let those talk. Yeah, you can have some pops of color. That's fine. But don't don't hurt my eyes when I come to your set. Like it can't be too busy. And I have to sometimes get my phone like come on let's dial it back just a little bit like i'm not telling you to shut it off i'm just telling you make it comfortable for and usually we end up like oh this does look just fine yes it does i'm like can you still have your colors on your profile your website matches but it's not you know a paint splatter all like you can't it's a struggle sometimes but they get it it's like less is always more on a website always so if someone is trying to build like brand credibility what would you say are like the top, I would say top two things they should at least have on their website? On their website, you need to have a clear way to contact you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do three. You said two. I'm going to do three though. <laughs> <laughs> there needs to be an about page. Even like a lot of people, I have, she was like, well, it's not really about me. I was like, they need to know the person behind this and that there's not just some empty entity back here. I'm like, even if it's just a short paragraph and a picture of you and your kids or just a picture of you, like they need to know there's a person behind this. It was like, so about in a branded email address, that's not necessarily your website, but it's all tied into the domain. Please. It's like, I've seen so many great businesses. Like it's at gmail.com. I'm like, (laughs) like why a a branded email is like $5 a month. Why does your business say dot 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 at gmail.com? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, make the investment. I was like, it shows that you take yourself a little more seriously, that you are buying into your brand. In turn, maybe I should buy into your brand because you believe in it too. I'm like, if you're still hanging out with that Gmail, that means you you're not all the way in. That's true. I was like, it show it just presents better. I was like, so I tell clients, I'm like, and put it on your site. They're like, why well, I put it? Some people aren't going to hit that contact form. I was like, if it's a bigger brand or somebody like they're looking away to email and get straight to you. They That's don't know true. where this contact form goes. I, yeah. was like, I mean, I have one. I was like, and it goes to me. I was like, but they don't. They're like, no, I want to get to her. I was like, mm. if you're looking, let's say you reach out to a company, you order something from, it's just a contact form. You're like, when are they going to answer me? You don't know where that thing went. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, those are my big ones. I struggle though with that though, Adrian, and I'll tell you why. Um, because I've I've I have gotten burned out as an entrepreneur and I feel like I didn't understand boundaries really. And I felt like when I put my actual phone number or email, like you were just talking about like entrepreneurs and how like do they a full time entrepreneur, do they really shut off? It's hard. Like sometimes people are calling you all types of witch at night, nope. you know. Nope. emailing you all types of crazy times. And I just, I have struggled with like, how much do you put out versus, you know, what kind of boundaries you need to put in place? So I do have some boundaries, some you strict ones. I saw one. Your autoresponder is a boundary. Yes, that's true. That's true. 
it is a boundary. I was like, okay. I was like, and I wasn't mad at it at all because people like, well, you're, you have your email. That does not mean I'm looking at it. I'm not, I was like, I'm not required to answer you in five minutes. I'm, I'm not. I was like, I'm busy doing other things. I have a life like, you know, these things. So no, that's a great boundary. I need to set up one. You say I ain't got one. <laughs> I was like, I do need to put one up. I'm like, cause I'm, I'm usually pretty good between 24, 48, but then like I've had clients where it's like, they'll email me in the morning and then by mid afternoon, it's like, Hey, did you get my email? Mm, yes. Listen. I, I got your email. I haven't gotten to it yet. <laughs> listen, talk about that. Okay. Because I've gotten it. If I don't answer my email, I've gotten uh, text messages on the phone number for my work. I've gotten Facebook messaging. Instagram messaging. Okay. They go through all my platforms. Don't forget LinkedIn because I'm on there too. So it's like, and the world is going on. Like that's the kind of stuff that, especially my personality, I'm a high strung type A, you know, I get anxious. Like right. that's I, gonna, I was like, that's going to cause you anxiety. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't answer this. Oh my gosh, this is carrying over from to yesterday. I'm just like, no. So your boundaries, I need to put one, but I've gotten really good about just like, no, like, you know, I will get back to, or I'll do a short reply. Hey, I'll respond with some updates in a couple of days. Like, I don't, I don't have one for you right now. If I did, I'd have answered you, but that's not the appropriate answer via email. So I was like, give me, you know, a couple of days and I'll have more updates for you. And I was like, people are really just like, especially now during quarantine, what I've, what I've noticed is people think you have this just fountain, just oodles of time. No, we mm-hmm. don't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like between my regular job, my website clients. I was like, and then I do have to shut it off because I am a mom and I am a wife. Like my son was like, when are we watching the movie later? Later, <laughs> later, <laughs> like eat after we eat. But it's still, I was like, I have to make time for those things. I was like, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to be on all the time. Now I may be back on at some ungodly hour later, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to answer anybody. Yes, <laughs> so exactly. It's like I'll. I'm doing work to make sure I'm okay and get caught up for tomorrow. I'm not answering you at this hour. Or if I answer, I will schedule it to send the next mm-hmm. morning. Like, cause then sometimes they're like, oh, I sent an email at 2 a.m. Who was looking at that at 2 a.m.? <laughs> I would never. I was like, even if I am, I might be up binging something. I'm not answering an email. So those are my, like, I'll put my phone, mm-hmm, like, I don't mm-hmm. answer emails after a certain hour. I'm like, let's like, I don't give out my phone number. I try not to until we're close to the end or it's a Google number. Like I can't because then I have clients, Hey, I sent you, they're texting me. No, no, no. Yes. You in a minute. I understand this is your emergency right this second. It is not mine. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's yeah. Boundaries are so, and I'm actively learning that. I'm like, no, like I had a friend, she was just like, She's like, tell people no. She's like, she's like, it, it's okay. She's like, you don't have to be nasty about it. Just be like, no, or I can't take this on at this time. She's like, it is absolutely okay. She mm-hmm. was like, if they get upset, she's like, y'all weren't supposed to work together. She's like, those not your people. She's like, let them go. That's true. That's true. And I find like getting that transition from being an employee, like I am good with setting boundaries at my job. Mm-hmm. But when I, when it comes to my business, I've had a harder time because mm-hmm. I feel like if I do that, there's a potential of losing them. They're going to reject me. 
then they're going to complain about me. And then every single person on the planet that knows that they know. <laughs> right. If you're, person, you're like, oh my God, I'm going to lose every customer. They're like, oh my gosh, she's terrible. And it's just going to go from person to person. And anytime yes. it comes up, you'll be like. <laughs> exactly. And that's a normal feel Because again, in this business, being an entrepreneur, like you said, word of mouth referrals. I'm like, one bad referral could be like, oh my gosh, my experience with her was terrible. Da, 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 yeah. da. And you don't know what rooms those people are in. Just like, you know, you don't know what rooms people are talking you up in. You yes. goes vice versa. You don't. So it, it's normal, but you know, we have to set boundaries. You can't be on all the time. You will burn yourself out. Yep. No. Yep. Absolutely. So I'm curious to ask you when you decided, you know, when you mentioned when you uh, decided to go back to just a few years ago, go back to your um, work and what you were doing and you've built your portfolio. When did you feel comfortable enough to say, OK, I'm ready to charge more? <laughs> uh, I think I was about a year and a half in. And I still wasn't fully comfortable. I got lovingly dragged by a very good friend. She was like, look, you have a portfolio. This is ridiculous. Please stop doing this for pennies. She's like, you're doing the work. She's like, you're doing great work. She was like, charge people the right amount. And I'm still not at the right amount in her eyes. <laughs> I was like, I'm up, I'm up more, but she's like, she's like, I still don't like this number. She's like, but she's, like, I'm gonna let you live for a little while. Then we'll come back. <laughs> she was like, but it took that. She was like, you're providing a service. She's like a service that they cannot do themselves. She's like, you don't have to beat people over the head with your prices. She's like, but you have to make it worth your time that you're spending away from your family, that you're spending away from taking care of yourself. She's like, it has to be worth it. She's like, and the prices I wish. So that, like that hit me. I was just like, oh, because I am Mm -hmm. not, I'm not sitting here for 20 minutes and doing it. She's like, even if you were, she's like, you, that's your level of expertise. She's like, they don't know that. But she was like, you're sitting there for hours. She's like, you're talking to people. She's like, you're doing the extra work. She's like, charge them and I was just like you know what she's right I am away from my I'm in front of my computer for hours at night then the house is sleeping I'm still in here and I'm mm-hmm. charging pennies she was like no mm-hmm. so it made sense I was like I I know another increase is probably going to come next year I was like I'm I'm comfortable right now <laughs> so it just takes once you have a portfolio and you feel like not even when you feel I was getting enough inquiries where I was like okay look if they say no, the worst thing they can say is no. If they say no, guess what? Those aren't my people. And it's also good to know your your market, like what you do. Know those other rates floating around out there. That's always a really good gauge. That's true. That is so true. Like, is this ridiculous what I'm asking for? It's not. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> so yeah, that that kind of helped me. And now I, I kind of haven't looked back. Now I'm, again, I told you I'm still not where they would like but I'm comfortable with it for right. And that's the key. You have to feel comfortable in it. You shouldn't, it shouldn't make you resentful. Cause I remember pricing things and being resentful <laughs> that I did it. Yeah. No, this, yeah. And that's what I tried. That's what, now that's where she met me in the middle. Of it. I was like, I'm not comfortable. It's not that I'm not worth it. I'm not comfortable with that price because I've been on the other end of needing a service. And it literally being so ridiculously far out of my reach, I was like, and I was like, these are, it's not a business, well, it is a business necessity at this point. You having a website is a necessity to be taken seriously as a business. I don't care what you're doing. 
even if you're just an influencer or a blogger, you need your own place for your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Can't mm-hmm. someone's like, I micro blog on Instagram? No, you need to blog on your website because if Instagram goes down tomorrow, what are you gonna do? Exactly. <laughs> There's nothing. It's gone. She yeah. was like, yeah. I was like, see. So I was mm-hmm. like, even so, all of those things kind of came into play for me when I mm-hmm. charge more. Yes, 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 yes. Um, I mean, I needed it. I remember I, I was having a hard time charging for me speaking. And what the planners didn't know is that I had to secure a nanny because my husband has to be at work at 6 a.m. Money. And more money, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, then I had to leave a day prior and make sure that I cover a nanny for the next day, especially if it falls like on a Thursday, so that's more money. Mm-hmm. Then it's the travel if they don't, if they pay or if they don't. And I would come back just feeling so frustrated. Right. Because and the purpose when you go to speak, like that's yeah. supposed to be people looking at you for like, that's supposed to be an experience. It would have been a horrible one for me because I'm terrified of public speaking. Lord, <laughs> I can, like, I literally get like, my stomach is in knots. I sweat for no reason. It's so it's so bad and I've been that way since I was a child and it it's gotten better but it's still just like oh my god oh my god and it's even when it's something I'm complete like they're asking me to talk about technology I'm just like (laughs) like, but But you you should you're so funny (laughs) that's like I've done it once or twice and I'm just like one of these days I'll get more comfortable I promise like it's I don't know what it is. So it's like one of my friends is like, just join Toastmasters. No. <laughs> what? It's like, I can't. She was like, look, we're going to work through this. So I was like, and the few times I've done it, my dad was like, once you start, because I've been on the news. He was like, Adrian, you went on the news. He was like, what did you do then? That's like one of the biggest ones. Like, you know, like thousands, hundreds of thousands of people can see you. <laughs> but there wasn't that many people in the room. I think. Once I start talking, I'm fine. Yeah, it's getting yeah. to get up there to do it. That's the problem. Like, and I've done. I think I, my son has the, all these traits that I have, and I took him on the, a new segment with me, mm-hmm. and I was so worried. I was like, I'm nervous. I was like, Oh my god, what is he gonna do? What is he gonna say? Because we didn't rehearse. I told him what we were going to do, and these yeah. are all things he he was familiar. It was like uh, tech programs for kids. He was in all of my classes, so he knew all of them. And then he just, the guy asked him a question, which I love. I think the interview interviewer made us more comfortable, too. He talked, and he just started talking. I was just like, like, I was in awe. And he was like, yeah, and da 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 He's like, and you do this. And I was just like. I know you're a proud mom. I, I know you're a proud like, mom. Gosh. I was like, he didn't, like, freeze. My dad was like, yeah, because I'd have froze. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> See, when you're talking about what you love, like. That's 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 what's it. That's you know? definitely the easiest. Don't ask me to speak on something I don't know because I will not come near right. you. <laughs> and like, wear dark colors. Okay. That. And wear dark colors. Okay. Because I remember like all of this, the pits was gone. Like look. And I like to do this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God, why didn't you not a good me? look? Gotcha. Dark colors, <laughs> topics you know. Yes. <laughs> All right. Here's my last question for you. Um, If we're going to go back to the very first week, very first day of you being an entrepreneur, what's one word of of advice you would give yourself? Trust your gut. Because my very first leap into entrepreneurship was 
asking someone to do their website. Like they posted and mentioned it. I hadn't been actually out there. And I was like, I can do this. I asked. I was like, I can do this. I know I can do this. I just need the shot. So definitely go with your gut. And some people like, don't do, if that first client happens to be free, like that's, that was that window for me. It's like, I, I try, I leaned on myself, not enough to just be like, look, I'm quitting tomorrow y'all, but <laughs> I can do this. So it's like, I can, I can make this a business, even if it's just that one little step at a time. And I know you said one thing. My other thing that's like really strong with me is work the business even when you don't feel like it, like promote it when you don't feel like doing it because you never know that little, that check or that unexpected invoice that comes at the most opportune times. I swear. I'm like, Oh, this is great. We got to get this fixed in the house. Boom. Here we go. So I was like, you know, Mm -hmm. but if you only promote your business when you absolutely have to, it never would. You have to, it has to be an ongoing. Like it has to be ongoing, like just periodically. Hey, this is what we're doing. I'm like, work the business, even on the days you don't want to, even if that's you posting about it a little bit or, Hey, um, Hey, we do that. Like just little bits and pieces. It doesn't have to be a full blown marketing campaign. Every time you do it, just reminding people, Hey, this is what I do because I have friends. They're like, I do this. I'm like, you do. I didn't know that because you never talk about it ever. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to get screaming from, tell people what you do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I love that. I love it's true. Mm. And as women, we struggle with that. We struggle with tooting our horn and letting people know. Exactly. Like it's not bragging. It's not being obnoxious. You're not being conceited. You're telling people what you do and what you're good at. And there's nothing wrong with that. Of course, there is a way to deliver that now. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but tell people what you do. Yeah, like yeah. if you're the best yoga instructor in the world, sit, tell them, just let them know, hey, I have classes. I can do private, like tell people what you offer. Mm-hmm. They don't know mm-hmm. if you never say anything. Yep, that's so true. Mm, this has been such a wonderful conversation. I enjoyed this. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Absolutely loved you. it. Um, please let the listeners know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me, of course, on my website, www.chicdivageek.com and Chic Diva Geek on Instagram, on Twitter. I'm definitely most active on Instagram. Facebook is Chic Diva Geek Files. I, that was remnants of an old look. They wouldn't let me change it. <laughs> they made me keep it. They were like, yeah, no, you can't change your page name. I was like, (laughs) and I'm on LinkedIn as Adrienne McClanahan. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you once again. Thank you so much for having me. I I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I have to do this. And I was like, oh my gosh, can we reschedule? So I'm really happy I got to do it. Yes. Yes. Me too. Me too. Thanks for tuning into the show. Dive in deeper by visiting the show notes for this episode or listening to more episodes on jasminehaley.com. If you found value in the show, share with a friend or leave us a review. I'll see you next time.